Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Marcia Miller, who is the owner of Serenity Adult Family Care Home. Marcia, how are you doing? Outstanding. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm supposed to be retired. So this is what I'm doing for fun, going out and starting more businesses. (laughs) I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Honestly, I'm just so wired to be an entrepreneur. So one thing leads to another. Um, But yeah, I'm from the Caribbean and I do own a, a five bed facility here in Orlando, Florida, and I get to care for seniors. And that's just such a privilege for me. What is your favorite part about caring for seniors? If I may be transparent, we may be the only person um, they get to see before they slip into eternity. And so the opportunity to pray for them is the most important thing. I love that. The opportunity to pray for them. Just curious, this five bed facility, is is this just a five bedroom house? Is it like, tell us about it. Sure. It's a four bedroom house with uh, three bathrooms. Uh, So I don't know in other states, but here in um, Orlando, you can own uh, an assistive living community in your home. And so I have shared rooms and I have private rooms. And I personally like the dementia population because that was my entree into this industry. I cared for my own. And um, I'm just fascinated by that. You know, one minute your brain's working and the next minute, not so much. Mm, I gotcha. I gotcha. And so with your five bedroom facility that you are running out of your own home, I got a couple questions. One, does it ever get like cramped? Like, do you ever feel like you need space? And actually just go, go into that real quick. So in the beginning, when you first start your business, you make a lot of sacrifices. So in the home that I had previously, um, it wasn't big enough. And in order to bring my business to scale, I literally gave up the master bedroom so I could go to capacity and get all five residents. And I slept on a rollerway bed in my office for three years. And so now in this new home that we have, we have more than enough space. I have my own bed. <laughs> yep. And so the ladies are on one end of the house and I'm on the other end and it really works. Gotcha. I don't feel, you know, cramped or anything like, and again, it's only four or five people. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other question I had. Is there like a lot of marketing that you have to do or is it more like personal with families and do the families pay or do the government assist? Oh, forget the government. Um, Yeah. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. mm -mm. (laughs) That's a a whole nother podcast. Um, (laughs) But I will say this. um, It's self-pay and some families and really, let me just sidebar, 
We really all need to be preparing for retirement and not just a cruise ship. But what if life happens and you have health issues? But that said, um, families have saved up um, a combination of their social security, as well as maybe annuities, insurance that they have paid into. Um, and of course, there are low-wealth families that can um, get a Medicaid reimbursements. We get to bill Medicaid. So that's kind of how it goes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Love to hear it. Well, awesome. Let's go ahead and jump into your motivation. What gets you up and keeps you going every day? You know, my Aunt Dorothy was my why. She was my reason for getting into this industry. Prior to that, I was real estate, mortgages. This was not my bailiwick healthcare at all. Um, so, you know, in caring for her, I didn't like what I saw in the marketplace. And you know how they say, you know, if you can't fix it. And so I decided, mm, let me see what's what's out there and came across the private home model. I loved it. Um, eight years ago, I quit my job, got licensed and never looked back. I took her out of the community and I got to keep her for three more years before she went on to glory. That was my motivation. And so I, I have two of her friends still that have been with me now almost eight years. And on marketing, yeah, you do market, but it's more relationship building. It's not so much, you know, throwing a business card at someone. It's building the trust in the community amongst your peers, as well as, you know, prior customers. My prior customers are still my biggest fan. We, I mean, my girls have a, fa a fan group on Facebook now. We call them the Serenity Pearls. Everybody wanted to know what the pearls are doing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love to hear it. Uh -huh. That is so awesome. Just curious, when you made that jump from quitting your job to jumping into home health care, was it like scary? Were you doubting yourself or were you like full gung-ho, ready to go? All of the above. Mm. It was scary. I my background is business development and marketing. It was not health care. I'm not a nurse. I know nothing. But I was a caregiver that saw a problem. And the problem in the industry, um, sad to say, something as simple as giving a senior a bath every day is not done. In the institutions, you get it twice a week, three if you're lucky. So that was a problem for me. It may seem minute, but that was a problem for me. And so I wanted a little bit more for Auntie. Um, so those are the kinds of things that, you know, mm, icked me a bit. So I jumped in gung-ho, yes, but it was scary because I had no experience whatsoever. I was a caregiver for her for six years prior, but caring for your own and caring for others, that's a huge responsibility. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, awesome. Let's go ahead and jump into your dreams and goals now. Tell us about your vision for your business and your life. So the vision for the business, we're halfway there. I wanted to expand. And so I'm in the process of um, opening a new community, and that's going to be a six-bed memory care. I'm in the survey window. We're just waiting for state to come and go. Stamp of approval. They have had the application since March. Dude, it's the end of April. <laughs> Always slow. Wait, hence why big government? Not so much. Um, but I, as I said, you know, transitioning into a second community, um, is one of the dreams that I had, and we're, we're getting ready to execute that. The second dream that I had kind of fell in my lap because I realized nobody really knew about the private home communities, and they didn't know where to find them. 
And so my master's is in nonprofit management and leadership. So I reached out to the other providers, a few of them. And I said, guys, we need to create our own advocacy group. And so we pooled our money together and 2015, um, yeah, we created a nonprofit organization called the Residential Home Care Network. When you go to our website, you will see video tours of the communities represented here. And so one of the visions is it started out slow, it's still slow going, but I would like to see every single residential community in the state of Florida on this website so that it becomes a sort of lead generation, lead generating, you know, um, entity in itself of yourself. Gotcha. That's part two of the dream. The third part of the dream is, is part of this whole pod match thing is because so many providers nurses, CNAs, right? They went to school, they wanted to do great work. And after COVID, I saw such an exodus, burnout, tired, um, caring for 20 people. So my feeling is why not do this work? Why not create your own? Why not start your own facility? And so I created a training curriculum that focused on the soft skills. So that's kind of my business dreams. And uh, we're on our way in executing them. Um, from a personal standpoint, I just love to have some sleep. Mm. I love it. <laughs> I would just love to have some sleep so that I could, you know, go on vacation and, and enjoy. I love to travel. And the last vacation was 2018. I got a, uh, had an opportunity to do a 10 day trip to Europe. I want to get back to doing that, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so the Residential Home Care Network, uh -huh. you started that in what year? 2015. I got licensed in 14, so 15, a year later. 2015. And I really wanted to harp on this because similar to you trying to help um, nurses realize that they can do what they love and do it on their own and they don't have to work in the system that creates burnout, et cetera. I'm really passionate about helping beginner entrepreneurs kind of push past some of their limiting beliefs by partnering with other beginner entrepreneurs. Like I think one of the biggest things that causes us to fail is we try to do it alone. Like we still come into the yes. capital. Like I think employees don't really participate in capitalism like they do, but they're not like the deal makers, if that makes sense. Correct. It's a different mindset. And so when you start to become the deal maker, you really need to make deals with people. Like you don't make deals with yourself. And yeah. so I just wanted to point that out of how much I appreciate the fact that you went to people and you pulled funds yeah. and now you guys have launched something and you're able to consistently do it yes. because you're working with people. Yeah. And get sponsors. I mean, we're able to remain sustainable um, because we, we have a membership base. Yeah. But our sponsors pay us monthly to maintain a presence. And so, you know, when I'm out marketing, I am their extra marketing arm, you know, uh, as part of, you know, our, our offering, if you will. So, yeah, collaboration is key. Getting outside of your own headspace sometimes takes a little bit if you're not outgoing, um, if you allow fear to stop you, I say, do it afraid. What's the worst they're gonna say, no? Okay. You're back where you started. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just really love that. Cause I think it's something that can really change 
a lot of beginner entrepreneurs lives, which will in turn change a lot more people's lives because yes. we're out here making impact. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. Well, we got five dreams and goals. It's expanding the business to add a six bed memory care facility, which is you're well on oh, your way to doing that. Yeah. You want to expand the residential home care network to include every um, home health care facility in Florida. Get your training curriculum out there on the soft skills to other CNAs and nurses. Maximize sleep and travel more. Yes. I awesome. think you got it. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Are there any others you want to chat about before we move forward? Well, you know what, my ultimate, you know, that bucket list, if you will, I hate to say bucket list, but my to-do list, one of the things I'd love to do is I really, when I get ready to truly retire, I want to live on a cruise ship. Wow. Dude. Okay. Live on a cruise ship. Wouldn't that be awesome? It would be amazing. Absolutely fantastic. Would you? I would like to do like a 30-day, you know, cruise to kind of see how I am. I've only been on one cruise, mind you, but I loved it. And I would love to do it for 30 days and hit as many countries as I can and then see if whether or not my desire to live on a cruise ship is realistic. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Awesome. Well, if there were one or two people that you could meet right now and they'd really help you take the next step towards your dreams and goals, this could be a type of person or a specific person. Who would they be and how would they help you? Wow. I think anyone that really is gifted in the area of SEO, search engine optimization, because that is really what's going to help not only get my nonprofit the oomph that it needs because it's staggering in that place that is not my skill set. And so even for my own personal business, but that whole, it's so nebulous. And I've tried everything from Upworks to hiring different people. But if you don't know what you're looking for and it doesn't happen, that seems to be something that I still, I would love to meet someone that's gifted in that area to help me uh, launch that particular part of the business so that we become a household word, like a place for mom. You've seen those commercials. Oh yeah. 100%. Place for mom has lots of dollars behind them. And I have a love hate relationship simply because I admire and love the fact that they're able to capture the marketplace. Yeah. The other part is I'm just not willing to give you 120% for doing yeah. You don't come to my community. You don't know me. But just to send me that one lead, you want that much. I would love to do the same thing for the network so it becomes a lead generating entity. Uh, yeah, but meeting that, that person that really is gifted. Anyone gifted in SEO? Yeah. Gotcha. Awesome. Well, what's the most important one or two things that everyday people can do to really help you accomplish your dreams and goals? You know what? The first thing I think anybody could do to just start their dream is do the research, do the homework, you know, understand your why. I knew what my why was. So once you understand your, and please, God, please not let your why be money. Mm. It has to be bigger than money, you know? Um, so understand what your why is, do your research. And then the second thing is just kind of do it. Do it afraid, you know, it's okay. I love um, Mark Baddison's book, um, the, what is it called? Something the lion, chase the lion. 
And it's, it really talks about having that God-given dream that is so big, you're going to fail without divine intervention. That's going to keep you focused. You know, so that would be my two cents. There we go. There we go. Well, that's a good segue right into our thriving three. First question is, what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Oh, big one. <laughs> big one. Chase and Lion, really. There we go. And it's Mark Batterson. Mark Batterson. Gotcha. Awesome. And what is one way you like to take care of yourself? You know, um, self-care is something I'm still working on. I'll be honest. Um, because I'm wired to be an entrepreneur, I am always creating, thinking, doing. And so just rest time, that's something I need to focus on. And I don't do a good job of it. Mm. It's like the minute you lay down to rest, the ideas are coming and you, you jump up and you're on the computer two, three o'clock in the morning. Not so much. You need sleep. You need rest. You need to shut it off. Um, go back to enjoying vacations, you know? Yep. So. I love that. Thanks I'm working being, on that. Yeah, no, thanks for being honest. I think that's a, something we struggle with um, in the entrepreneur community, just the self-care and the being honest about where we're yeah. lacking in self-care. Yeah. Like, are you like eating how you want to eat, working out how you want to work out, sleeping how you want to sleep? It's like, dude, I used to drink a gallon of water a day when I was in high school playing sports and stuff. And now I like wake up and I wake up and the first thing I do is think work. And I'm like, okay, I got to do this and I got to do this and I got to do this and I got to do this. And I'm like, just going, 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 going. And then it's like 1 PM and I haven't had an ounce of water. And I'm like, yeah. okay, you need to go drink some water now. That's why your head hurts, by the way. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm right there with you on the self-care portion of it. It's just yeah. so much like, Oh, I want to get it done. I want to get it done. I want to get it done. Yeah. And they're just, just so many hours in the day. And, um, but I think if we can, at least even if we'd really time management, it's amazing how we time management in so many other areas, but that area, yep. you know, when I had a nine to five, the gym was scheduled. Yep. Every time I left work three times a week, I was in the gym. Yep. It is what, it, now that I have all this time, it's refocused into creating and doing and not, I mean, the treadmill is in the doggone garage. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I think one of the things I realized was, um, there were two things I realized when I really started to produce for myself, like for, uh -huh. I was a really, really high performer when it came to football in high school and when it came to academics and same thing in college, like I've always just been able to do things really well. But then I started to do stuff for myself and I didn't have the same ability to just do it well. Like I really had to work at it. And it was really confusing to me because I was like, if this was my job right now, like I'd be killing it. Yes. And what I realized was it's like tied to like self-confidence and my like ability to show up for myself of like, if I don't think highly enough of myself to like get the sleep, to like do the work effectively or if I have that backlag of like, I spent so much time neglecting what I actually wanted to do now that I get to do it. It's like, I still kind of have that scarcity mentality around. It. Like I want to protect that thing that I love to do. So I do it as often and as much as I can. Preach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I was like, that's kind of the stuff I ran into both that self-confidence and to that scarcity mindset around like the things that I truly and genuinely enjoy and the impact I want to make. Um, yes. 
just kind of something I've realized in my self-reflection, but awesome. What is one action step that you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to really meet that person that is super passionate and super gifted in SEO? Uh, well, this, hey, this podcast is one thing, one yeah. action step. And the whole purpose of my joining, um, somebody you know, told me about it. And she was like, oh, you meet so many interesting people, blah, blah, blah. And I just thought, you know what, that's a great way to meet people from all over the country. And you never know where the connections may come from. So this is that one step. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. And we got one last question for you. So you know how there are people on the planet who have that really fixed mindset, they're not willing to accept help, and they're not willing to accept change. Sometimes they'll live their whole life like that. And sometimes they'll die like that, unfortunately. Other times they'll make the switch to more of that growth mindset, willing to accept help and willing to accept change. In your opinion, what is the catalyst that causes that switch? Um, I can only speak from my own experience. When it got really rough and I could do no better, that's when I said help. It took a while to accept help because we were, I don't know about you. I mean, I'm 64 years old. We were taught to be independent, trained, if you will, not to be interdependent. And so, and of course, from the Caribbean, that's a whole nother conversation there. So you don't depend on people. You don't ask for help. You don't, you don't, you don't. And you struggle, struggle. But I found in my industry, I am more successful. We are, if we work together, if we reach out to each other, classic example, this week, I had a crisis in my community with one of my clients and another provider just reached out. Hey, I need help in this area. She drove 30 minutes to come to my community to help me. That's Collaboration is key. So yeah, uh, reaching out for help. It's, it's, it's a big, it's a biggie. Is it, you cannot do it alone. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, awesome. Is there anything else that you want to chat about before we sign off? Um, I would just like individuals that are interested um, to step outside of the comfort zone to consider a uh, career change and become their own um, entrepreneur, own their own facility um, to visit my training. Take a look at it. I cover everything from business plan development to social media strategies to how to market your business, staffing, you name it. And I think it's important to do the soft skills because that's really what makes you successful. The hard skills, um, the regulatory requirements and all of that, you either studied the test and passed it. That's it. But the nebulous piece about how to market yourself, how to talk to people, how to smile, those are things that we need to focus on. And that's what I cover in the training. So I would welcome the opportunity to be a part of their journey. There we go. Well, Marcia, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, this has been so much fun. Thank you. Yes. Yes. It was a great time. And, if and you guys let's stay in touch. No, let's do it for real. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Marcia had to say, make sure to go check out her course. Make sure to share her course with your fellow healthcare providers or somebody who, are, who is thinking about getting into healthcare. As we always ask, shoot this podcast to one to three people you know need to hear this message. Give us a five-star review on iTunes and we're out. 
Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.